Welcome back here to Riverwind on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Getting ready for the Sooners and the Horns tomorrow, 11 a.m. on ABC. The uh, The main crew, the main crew, Fowler, Herb Street, Holly Rowe. Got Baker Mayfield as, as the uh, guest picker on game day. It is uh, It's going to be a heck of an atmosphere. I mean, obviously, any Oklahoma-Texas game is, but uh, even a little extra extra sauce on this one. Uh, with Baker as the guest picker on game day, both teams coming in undefeated for the first team, first time since 2011. I want to thank all the uh, watchdogs out there because I got like six texts. <laughs> Your mic is hot. Everybody knows you love Foreigner now, Steely. It is no secret I mean, to the world. Well, I mean, we, you, we got Foreigner at the Showplace Theater tonight. So, yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, we got a lot of stuff happening here, but I got. Just in case you need to know, your mic is hot. You're on the air. I'm like, okay. But we've got a lot of watchdogs out there, a lot of people listening. Let me know. I'm not going to curse. I'm not a cursor. Uh, Well, I take that back. You know, if there's a pick six by Dylan Gabriel early in the game tomorrow, there will be some cursing. But I'm not a regular cursor. So in that situation, you don't have to worry. But. You know, if there's a if there's an open mic again tomorrow during the uh, the game and things are going south, there will be some cursing. Uh, so, somebody in the nine one eight said, "Now we know what Steel Man sounds like in a drive through Yeah, it's uh, it happens. All right, four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine on the Knippel Meyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, right before we get back to text, and by the way, Parker is at the Omni in downtown Dallas. Uh, go by and see him. That's our game day. That's our headquarters again for OU Texas. Uh, did you hear that uh, Toby and TJ had to wait for a table there until, like, oh, I yes. think they finally got one about 8 a.m., right? Oh, yes. I was listening live as this was all happening, driving back up from San Antonio. I I didn't get to see pictures. But, yes, it was about, I think it was about 730, 745. Somewhere in that uh, bottom of the hour segment in the 7 o'clock hour that they finally were able to get their hands on a table. Yeah, it's, uh, again, it's been very interesting uh, because I you I don't know if you've run into that situation yet, but you get somewhere and there's no table, and you're like, I've got like 15 minutes before I'm on the air. You know, because most of the time, I mean, some of the times, like, I'll get here to Riverwind and they do a great job. But, uh, you know, you get here 30 minutes before the show. You want to make sure just in case, because we can set up this equipment in five minutes. It's just a matter of if you have something that's not working, you want to have some time to troubleshoot, right? But that's never a good feeling when you walk into a place and all of a sudden you're like, uh, there's nothing here. So, anyway, but they did a great job, as always. They always do in the morning. Okay. Um, let's hear from Dylan Gabriel. Because this is easily the biggest college football game that Dylan Gabriel has ever played in. He was at the Cotton Bowl last year, went through warm-ups. We kind of thought that was a, uh, a little bit of trickery, you know, from OU, just trying to keep Texas guessing. We know what happened. He watched the game from the sidelines in the first half, up in the coach's box in the second half. And uh, it was a rough day, obviously, for the University of Oklahoma. And now a ton of pressure on Dylan Gabriel, who's played excellent football so far. But this is a different level 
tomorrow at 11 a.m. But DG said the other day he knows exactly what he's walking into here. I think naturally they'll they'll try to you know make this one a big one and rightfully so you know two great teams going at it. But um, for me, I'm I'm just continuing to take it day by day and prepare my butt off uh, and make sure I'm ready to go uh, come Saturday at 11 a.m. So um, just taking it one day at a time. That's the main thing. Continue to stay focused and, and prepare. So that's something you you live for, you dream for. So uh, excited for that atmosphere and um, this is what college football is all about. There you go. All right, uh, Dylan Gabriel. If he gets time tomorrow, and and that look, it's it's this way. Captain obvious here. Any quarterback under pressure, whether it's Tom Brady or Dylan Gabriel or Quinn Ewers or Patrick Mahomes, it's going to be more difficult for them, clearly. But I do think if the, and the Sooner pass protection has been pretty darn good, actually. They're going to have to throw the football, I think, a lot to set up the run, and they're going to have to use the throwing game also as kind of a run game with the flanker screens, you know, with – Gavin Freeman, maybe Jalil Farouk, you know, the short passes. Hope those guys can get the yak yards, uh, you know, and then make some of those Texas players miss and get downfield. But uh, I think the whole key to this game tomorrow is which team, you know, running the football is always huge. Since Bob Stoops got to Oklahoma, uh, you know, in this series, the team that has run the football best has won 19 of those times. So, Clearly, that's huge. But, you know, protecting the passer, giving your guy a chance to get an extra second or so to get the ball downfield. Uh, Parker, obviously, is going to be gigantic tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be huge. I mean, with the tempo Oklahoma runs their offense at, because this offense only has one speed, unless they're deliberately trying to milk clock to get a game over with. Because, I mean, we saw it in the Arkansas State game. They were playing with the exact same tempo up by 55 points in the third quarter with Jackson Arnold at the controls, uh, then they run in any situation in which they're actually at competing. Say, take, for example, the Cincinnati game, where that one is reasonably close throughout. They're playing with the same tempo versus Cincinnati in a one-possession game as they are in a game against Arkansas State where they're up by half a hundred. So this offense only runs at one speed, ideally. And if they can function effectively at that speed and they can set the pace of the game and they can spread Texas out, not only move fast, but spread Texas out, then I think that's a recipe for success offensively. And I think that's a recipe for success on a broader scale for this football team tomorrow. You know, we uh, we've begun to see a lot more of the play that I guess has been termed the air raid triple option. I'm sure there's a more technical uh, descriptor. For the play in that but it's it's the play where you have basically a read option and if the quarterback keeps it he has the option to flip it out to the perimeter to a wide receiver on a screen uh, that's what they're calling the air raid triple option these days and it's plays like that it's schemes like that that really spread out a defense uh, not only force them to run a ton but force them to make decisions as to who they're going to key on who they're going to pursue and for Oklahoma, that's going to be that is and will be their strength tomorrow is being able to establish that tempo, establish a consistent offensive rhythm and just continually wear down the Texas defense. 
All right. Uh, by the way, on Twitter, Steely, you amateur, stop talking over commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hey, I talk to my producer every commercial break. Everyone. All right. You but just yes, got a little, uh, I will, like a little glimpse behind the curtain there. That's right. Look, luckily, there was no, uh, like I said, I am not a cursor by nature. I, I don't just casually, man, that happened. But, uh, and I'm not telling you that I don't. I do. But I usually don't do it in just regular conversation. Uh, it depends on how a game's going or if Tiger misses a putt at Augusta or something like that. Then, yes. Or if, you know, I stub my toe or something like that. So, there you go. All right. Um, you know what I'm looking forward to, Parker, tomorrow is you always get, look, and it happens in, in any big game, what the coaches come up with, you know, because there are going to be some new wrinkles, clearly, on both sides of the football, and you've got two of the real masterminds of their crafts going at it tomorrow with Sark, who's a tremendous play caller, very creative, and you've got Brent, you know, in his defense, he dials up some really creative uh, pressures, and they're going to try and get after the quarterback. And, uh, you know, it, I just love in this game, you know, the new wrinkles that you see sometimes that completely can change the complexion of the game. Yeah, and, I mean, Jeff Lebby, as an offensive mind, is very, very forward-thinking, very creative in the way that he calls no plays. Doubt. And to, to his credit, Steve Sarkeesian is much the same way. And so I don't know if this is being talked about, but the matchup of offensive minds in this game tomorrow is going to be quite superb. Obviously, it's the same matchup we had as last year, but not the same circumstances that we had. Jeff Lebby, I, I, I legitimately wonder what percentage of Jeff Lebby's playbook he was actually able to call last year, given the circumstances, even if he had wanted to. So... We're going to get Jeff Levy completely in his bag tomorrow. We're obviously going to have Steve Sarkeesian completely in his bag. And it'll be very interesting to see which of these offensive masterminds can outfox the other throughout the course of a 60-minute football game. All right, we do have uh, Friday night college football. We got the Cowboys in action tonight against Kansas State. K-State, an 11-and-a-half-point favorite. That'll be 6.30 on ESPN. K straight three and one that loss in Columbia to Missouri. The Cowboys at two and two. Uh, their two losses: Iowa State and South Alabama. Nebraska at two and three, playing in Champaign Urbana against Illinois. Seven o'clock on Fox Sports One. The Huskers, their losses to uh, Minnesota, Colorado, and last week Michigan, which uh, looks like right now Michigan may be the best team in college football. Uh, and how about the Bears? The Bears aren't who we thought they were last night the bears beat the commanders 40 to 20 kind of fitting on the day that we lost dick butkus at the age of 80 passed away and the bears finally find a way into the win column and it was a great night for dj moore eight catches 230 yards three tds so if you had dj moore the former maryland wide receiver in your fantasy league, you were feeling pretty, pretty, pretty good last night. Okay, here at Riverwind Casino, four in concert tonight, Showplace Theater, another Friday night drawings for the 80K Friday night frights tonight. Almost said fights. It's the Friday night frights promotion. 
Come on out of here, win your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. Also want to thank OK Generator. Uh, thank you to uh, OK Generator. And, again, they are tremendous. They've, they've got a great track record. It's the highest rated and longest operating uh, Generac dealer. They're currently offering new customer discounts and 10-year warranties with new installations Oklahoma Generator. Check them out online at okgen.com. You can also reach them at 405-321-6631. That's 405-321-6631. All right, we got Brandon Drum coming up at 135. And uh, when we get back, my uncle, uh, he was was on fire this morning uh, with uh, Toby and TJ. So we'll hear what my uncle had to say in his prediction for Oklahoma, Texas. That is coming up next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Okay, it's an OEC Fiber Football Friday out here at Riverwind Casino. And the newly renovated Riverwind Casino is unbelievable. If uh, you haven't been out here and checked it out, you need to. And uh, if you're not going down to Big D for the weekend, come on out. Have yourself a great meal at Riverwind tonight. There's a great show with Foreigner in concert tonight at the showplace theater nearly 3,000 electronic games they have the best gaming selection they've got all your favorite table games as well great poker room uh off track betting they have it all here at riverwind great promotions tonight we have another drawing for the 80k friday night frights promotion get on out of here somebody's gonna win somebody's gonna win why not you and uh, win your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play here from our friends at Riverwind Casino. All right, Parker Thune, you were at the uh, Omni there in downtown Dallas, and uh, I, I think the uh, Ref Army's rolled out pretty impressively there. That's right, Steely. People are starting to roll in here at the Omni in advance of OU Texas tomorrow at 11 a.m. out at the Cotton Bowl. Uh, a lot of Sooner fans been through these doors already, giving out some T-shirts, giving out some buttons, koozies, hats, the whole nine yards. We got swag for you. So if you're in the area, if you're heading on down to Dallas, even if you're not staying at the Omni, hey, come drop by, say hello. I am here. Tyler McComas is here. Steve Stutzman is here. Joe Bettner is here. Celebrities out in full force today. That's impressive. That's very impressive. My uncle said he was coming by there later. So uh, uh, he he rolls into a place kind of like the Tasmanian Devil does. There's just a cloud oh of dust, and he appears pretty much. Uh, and he was fired up today. Let's hear what my uncle had to say this morning about this matchup. He was on, of course, the T-Row in the morning show with uh, Toby and TJ. Here's how the conversation went down. My uncle talking about Texas. We welcome in now uh, Steely's uncle. He joins us every Friday before a game. We always hold our breath this week, though, for OU Texas. Let's see how he is today, if he's incarcerated or not. Good morning, uncle. I'm a free man, and I'm ready, ready, ready to rumble tomorrow down in Dallas. No problems with the police yet, but I ain't making any promises. Last night, by the way, guys, I uh, stopped off in the town of uh, Elmer, Oklahoma, right there at the border at Red's Tavern for the annual uh, Sooner Longhorn Red River Bear Knuckles Scuffle. It was me in the ring with nine other Longhorns, baby, and 
got kicked all their asses blindfolded with one hand. Wow. Wow. My Way blindfolded in one hand. One on nine, one armed. Impressive. Way to go, Uncle. Short orange G-sips are a bunch of sissies, I tell you. <laughs> That's impressive, my man. That's impressive. Well, how you feeling about tomorrow, Uncle? Journalism is what I'm all about, right? No doubt about it. Journalism is my middle name. And this week, I got an exclusive for you guys. It it didn't turn out quite as well as I thought, but I had a chance to get an exclusive interview with uh, Big Tex. Let's roll that. That's right. We've got our exclusive interview with Big Tex here. (laughs) Big Tex, what's happening? It's a beautiful day at the State Fair of Texas. Just take it from me. The view is great from up here. All right, sounds good. What do you think of this matchup, <laughs> OU and the Horns? I see corny dogs in y'all's future. You you can eat later, big guy. There'll be plenty of that to go around. What about OU versus Texas? That's what we want to know. What's a cowboy got to do to get a funnel cake around here? <laughs> Good Lord. One more time. Can you break down this matchup for us? Come on, Tex. What do y'all call a dinosaur wearing a cowboy hat? That's a Tyrannosaurus Tex. Holy cow, the big guy's an <laughs> idiot. Hang up on his ass. Wow. Big J journalism right <laughs> Exclusive there. Exclusive interview with right. Tex. Yeah, he was evasive, I would say. as I expected. It was not really a 60 Minutes Mike Wallace moment, but I, I gave it my best. Uh you know, we're supposed to be scared to go down there, according to old Joel Klatt and everybody else. I say full manure. We're ready to kick tail. Well, it's good to see that your uh, that last year has not taken the confidence away from you, Uncle. A lot of people are buoyed by your enthusiasm for this game. How are you feeling about tomorrow? Like James Brown said, baby, I feel good. That means it's uh, prediction time. Now, I will say this one's going to be a little bit closer, all right? Like old Joe Klatt said, we should be scared of the horns. Klatt, I wish you would just shut your big gapper. <laughs> oh, you barbecues, Bebo, and Big D. Like I said, a little bit closer, 63-3. Oh, you. Wow. A little closer than the other games have been. No table, by the way. No table. No table. table. Uncle, can you go straighten them out? Yeah, please, Uh, Uncle. We need all your help. I'll be there in five minutes after this this segment, all right? I'll get you taken care of. Thank you. You guys mind if I sing my way out here? I'd love it. That'd be fantastic. What do you got for us? So, uh, on the way out, Boomer, by the way. Here's a, a tribute to all you uh, T-shipping Texans out there. This one's for all you shorthorns. All right, roll it. Get the delay button ready. <laughs> the demise of Texas is upon you. The sooner 
Packers will win Saturday. Pretty good tip. The demise of Texas is upon you. The horns will be blown away. Do not think you beat the Sooners at night or early in the morn. The demise of Texas is upon you till Switzer blows his Wow. wow. Hey. And right. Incredible show. Oh, Look at this. way to go, Look Uncle. Uncle. And right Uncle on Jack. Uncle got a gun. Uncle got a gun. Won't you jump up and bite my ass? Jack Spikes. Won't you jump up and bite my ass? Texas A&M dog walking by. Texas Spikes. Texas jump up and bite my ass. B-I-T-E-A-S-S. Texas jump up and bite my ass. Okay, thank you, Uncle. All right, very good. Thank you, Uncle. There you go. My uncle, 63-3, to said that he was picking uh, this week a little bit closer, be a little more challenging, so 63-3 to in favor of Oklahoma. All right, we got Brandon Drum coming up in the next segment. Why don't we get Parker, if we can, let's get two or three more texts in real quick on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Okay, let's see what we've got. EJ from Louisiana says, I predict OU inserts the Jackson Arnold package, but instead they throw the ball for a touchdown instead of an actual run play. Well, I know that a lot of people were thinking, you know, this is why, you know, they had the uh, the jackhammer package in there for a while, the to make Texas think and have, have them uh, at least have to look at that film or that that video, and maybe they will do something. You know, he tried to throw it once. Should have been a TD, right? So I could have been. I don't know. I don't know if I would say should have been. It could have been a TD. Um, yeah, Jeff did he put a little too much mustard on the ball? I think. Well, no. It's just. I mean, it was. It was a ball that. Nick Anderson or Jaden Gibson probably would have caught, but it was thrown to Gavin Freeman, as I recall, and Gavin Freeman's only about five foot nine, so uh, gotcha. not a play that he was going to go and make. Sooner Jeff has a bold prediction on the text line. He says Peyton Bowen blocks another punt. I certainly wouldn't put it past him, man, because he's got great timing. He can anticipate, you know, when the snap's coming. He's just got man football IQ. Uh, at like an Einstein level. He's always around the football, and, uh, yeah, that that would not shock me. I'm I'm sure that the uh, the special teams meetings, they're saying, man, we got, we got to get this 22, you know, blocked up here because he's a problem. So that would not shock me. All right, let's take a timeout right here. I'm at Riverwind Casino, my favorite place, well, three favorite places, uh, my home with Shea, Shea Stadium, uh, Riverwind Casino, the Augusta National Golf Club, Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium, and the Cotton Bowl, second Saturday in October. All right, but here at Riverwind and OEC Fiber Football Friday, thanks again to Boyd Street Ventures, sponsoring Beat Texas Week here on the Rep. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd, BoydStreetVentures.com. Back with Brandon Drum on the Riverwind Hotline next here on the Ref.
Here we go, back here at Riverwind Casino, OEC Fiber Football Friday. We've got a great, great, great show tonight at the Showplace Theater. We've already had a ton of them, man, when you think about who's been here with Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Collective Soul, and Counting Crows, REO, Chicago. And we've got Foreigner on their greatest hits tour tonight. Don't forget, we've got another one more big Beats and Bites show Coming up on the Coupale Works Beach and Bite stage out, outdoors here at Riverwind Casino, October 22nd. That will be big time. Gin Blossoms and Tonic. Tickets for the Beach and Bite shows are only 10 bucks. Food trucks everywhere. Great craft beer from Coupale Works. And uh, it'll be a good time. So make sure you get your seats. They're only 10 bucks. Kids under 12 get in free. Uh, Riverwind.com. Get your tickets there or at the casino box office here inside Riverwind. Joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline, Brandon Drum. Brandon, congratulations. You are now a girl dad. Tell us all about the new lady in your life. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ava Marie Drum uh, came in at a whopping 20 and a half inches. She's, we already did like they already did the measurements and everything. Uh, she's 85 percentile in height, uh, but the poor girl, unfortunately, has her mom and I's genes as far as the weight goes as a young person. So uh, she's only 15 percentile in weight to start, but it's because she's so long. But uh, it's different, man. Being a girl dad is different. I'm not going to lie. I'll bet. All right, Brandon, yeah, congrats. That's awesome. We'll get a 40 time here within three or four years, so. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you want to cover in recruiting first, or do you want to jump right into OU Texas? I know you've been busy. What do you think? Uh, I mean, you, you, you ask, I, I answer. So you ask, there I you answer. Go. All right. Then uh, next commitment for the Sooners in the 2024 class, if you look into your crystal ball right now, would be who? Daniel Akinkumi. That's right. That's October 28th. Is that right? Daniel Akinkumi. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's October 12th. That is the date on yeah. that. Oh, it's uh, so oh, a safe, so that's safe bet. Yeah. I don't know why I always forget about Daniel Akinkumi, but I do every I week. I think Brandon. I, I think Brandon basically said, well, dumbass, Daniel Akinkumi. But that's why he said it in a very nice way, though. <laughs> all right parker you take oh, over man. i'm losing it here okay 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 brandon uh let's i mean shoot let's talk about the running back picture right now because you've got two committed in taylor tatum and xavier robinson you've already got a 2026 commit in jonathan hatton i want to ask you about the numbers there because obviously the sooners have a pretty stacked backfield as it is and we haven't really seen the returns yet in 2023 but there's a lot of talent a lot of young talent in that backfield right now do you see 2025 as a one take class or a two take class in the backfield for ou well i think it has to be a one take class um and if i i let's say i've talked to somebody about that and this year was supposed to be Obviously, a two-take class with uh, Xavier Robinson and Taylor Tatum, but Andy Bass was too good to pass up. Um, so now you're really looking at just 
a lot of numbers inside that running back room. Uh, but, you know, the, the thing about that running back room as well is a lot of those guys are pretty versatile. They can end up being slot guys if needed. They, there's a lot of different ways they can be used. So it, it's not it's not end-all, be-all. If they don't play, they end up transferring type deal. No, a lot of those guys are just really good athletes and can be used in a variety of different ways on the field. So just don't get it. The people don't need to get it in their head like they're just overly stacked and they're going to have problems because they have too many running backs right now. I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think the running back room is going to get better and better as DeMarco continues to build it up. Um, but at 2025, I, I would assume just one – and man, I don't. I, if you ask me who that would be, um, I might go Tiger riding right now. I feel Oklahoma's in a room. That dude just keeps showing up to Norman, doesn't he? So uh, he has all these chances to go someplace else, and he keeps popping up in Norman. So um, I think Oklahoma's in a pretty good spot there, and he's one of the top running backs in the 2025 class by far. Brandon Drum with us, OU Insider. I'm out here at uh, Riverwind Casino, OEC Fiber Football Friday. Thanks again to Boyd Street Ventures for uh, their sponsorship of Beat Texas Week here on the ref, Boyd Street Ventures under the Boyd Street Ventures. I think I've said Boyd Street Avengers and Boyd Street Dentures. You don't need Boyd Street Dentures. <laughs> you need, I mean, I do here in a few years. You need Boyd Street Ventures, and uh, we appreciate them. And sponsoring us this week Do with the Beat Avengers Texas Week, BoydStreetVentures.com. What's that? Do the Avengers need dentures? I maybe you know they're getting some pretty big fights from time to time. Pretty big <laughs> fights from time to time. Okay, uh, really in the 2024 class, I don't think there's anything really down the stretch right now between Oklahoma and Texas, unless I'm forgetting. But what about 2025? Because you know Adrian Peterson. Would have been a Longhorn if Oklahoma was not kicking Texas as can in the Cotton Bowl, you know, back when he was in high school every year. So how big is this game maybe for a few recruits, say, you know, down the stretch or in the 2025 class? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think it's quite possibly uh, quite big, actually. Um, when you, when, I, I guess one of the few guys that comes to mind – off the top of my head, well, there's two, two or three, actually. And it would be Jonah Williams, a five-star safety, um, out of Galveston Ball High School. Obviously, you've got Michael Fasusi, uh, the five-star offensive lineman out of uh, Louisville, Texas. And then um, Lamont Rogers out of, um, oh, my gosh, uh, Horn, Mesquite Horn. So, uh, you know, those three are a few guys that I look at right now and I say, okay, you know, Texas-Oklahoma battle. Oklahoma seems to be leading for all three of those guys right now. And I think that's, that, that, that is shocking. But if they go out and they just throw up a clunker tomorrow or they get handled pretty uh, strongly, I guess I would say, I think at that point things start to – possibly trend with maybe one or two of them back in Texas's uh, way a little bit. But 
look, at the same time, here's the deal, is you compare Oklahoma year one under Venables in year two, and it's night and day, and the kids see it already. They see it in the defense. No matter what happens tomorrow, I think the kids will completely understand. I, I, though, though I will say this, following a 49 nothing debacle last season, I do think it's imperative for a variety of reasons uh, nationally, optic-wise, that Oklahoma really, really handles business and at least keeps it within, you know, 10 points. Okay, Brandon, let's revisit the Reggie Powers situation because last we discussed Powers, he did not yet have an official schedule to Oklahoma. He does, as of now, have an official schedule to Oklahoma for October 20th through the 22nd. Uh, The four-star safety out of Centerville, Ohio. Okay, well, we'll have a few of those, I imagine, throughout the day. Um, But, (laughs) oh, I was live. Um, I I just completely lost my chance. Reggie Powers, uh, regardless (laughs) of what happens with Michael Boganowski here, um, Brandon, you feel like the official visit being scheduled uh, suggests that, A, Oklahoma leads for Powers, and, B, he's a take all day? Yes, because uh, he's he's more of a nickel, cheetah, kind of closer to the box type safety than he is over the top space covering safety. And Oklahoma loves to use those type of guys. They love guys that can play. And 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 don't get me wrong, I do think he can cover in space. But if you end up with, let's just hypothetically they end up with Jaden Hardy and Michael Boganowski. You don't have to worry about space players, speed guys, big, long-rangey speed guys, because you're going to have them. So now you take a guy that could be a cheetah, he could be a nickel, he could be a variety of different things, maybe even grow into an outside linebacker or a wheelbacker type for you. Just a, a sheer athlete that loves to hit, is physical, and knows how to cover in space good enough to where you can teach him even more when he gets to campus. So you're going to take those type of guys moving into the SEC because you're going to see a variety of different offenses. You're going to see the pro-style offenses where he's going to be more of a, you know, Sam Backer type. You're going to see the spread them out where he's going to play more of the nickel cheetah type. So you've got to have those type of versatile guys uh, to play in Venable's defense because he's going to change up depending on, obviously, the offense that they're playing. And uh, that that's kind of the, I guess, kind of the uh, the beauty of Venable's defense is that he, you can you can take these long-rangey dudes that may not fit in because they're, they're positionless, right, in most other defenses, and he'll find you a spot. And he'll make it work because he'll work around your strengths and make sure the defense, you know, is tailored to what, the personnel he has, and I think that is the beauty of it, and that's why you go after those guys because you can never have too many long-ranging athletes when you go into the SEC that like to hit. And so I think he's a take all the way. I think that October 21st weekend, uh, we'll talk more about it on as we get closer and closer, I'm sure, particularly on OU Insider. But it's it's becoming quite the who's who in recruiting type of visit weekend uh, if it continues to trend in that direction, particularly in 25 and a little bit in 24. 
Brandon, thank you. Thank you very much, and congrats uh, again to you and Amy. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, guys. Brandon Drum joining us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. we got a break right here. We have one more segment to go, or at least I do. And uh, we got Parker there at the Omni. He'll continue with Locked In coming up uh, at the top of the hour. Let's make some picks. At least I'll uh, offer up my pick. Some final thoughts here from Riverwind and an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Coming up next here on The Ref. Here at Riverwind, welcome back, everybody. Mike Steely out of here at one of my favorite places, Riverwind Casino. Big-time show tonight at the Showplace Theater. We've had a lot of them recently. We've got Foreigner on the Greatest Hits Tour tonight. Come on out and enjoy steak night at the River Buffet, Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. We sit up right in front of Chips and Ales. Great little uh, pub restaurant. You can watch all the games in there. It is a, a really cool little menu they have. Chicken pot pie is my favorite there. It's really good. Uh, the food court also newly uh, redesigned. It is awesome. You can watch the games there as well. Always a great time. Always great promotions at Riverwind Casino as well. We've got the uh, 80K Friday Night Frights promotional uh, drawing tonight. Every, you know, the next three Fridays. And uh, it's going to be a big time. It's going to be a great time for you. If you're not going down to Dallas, come on out, win your share of $80,000 in cash and bonus play from our friends at Riverwind. All right, Parker, do you want to save your prediction or do you want to go ahead and make your prediction? No, I'll go ahead and make my prediction, Steely, but I want to hear yours first. I want everyone to boo you and then cheer me. Well, yeah, I'm going... 31-27 Texas, and hoping that I'm wrong. The good news for Sooner fans is I'm I'm wrong on predictions quite a bit. But uh, I just think Texas, again, a little bit of an edge on both lines, and that uh, they're they're one year down the road in Sark's system. I do think this team is a little bit mentally stronger than others of the past. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going – 31-27 Longhorns. And the first of two meetings, by the way, of course. You and I are in virtual lockstep, Steely. And I say virtual lockstep because I'm giving the Sooners one more touchdown. I think they win this game 34-31. to Look, I, I picked Texas in this game last year. It was very obvious that Texas was going to win that football game a year ago. I just... I got a feeling about this one tomorrow, man, and I don't know what it is, but I've definitely sensed in talking to folks around the program, there's just sort of a quiet, stable confidence this week, and I don't really know what to chalk that up to, but there's just, from the conversations I've had, there's just a very straightforward belief that this program's going to win the football game on Saturday. So I'll roll with the Sooners. I got OU 34-31 to 31 in a game that comes down to the final possession, and Dylan Gabriel writes his name in the annals of Sooner lore by lifting the Sooners to victory. That would be, uh, I would love to see that. Dylan Gabriel, I hope he has a great game. I think he's going to play well. I think he's going to play well. Uh, the quarterback matchup is going to be fun to watch, no doubt about it. Both offensive lines are under pressure to protect, uh, particularly protect the quarterback. 
and I think that's going to be the key for Oklahoma tomorrow. I think they've got to come out throwing to set up the run. Uh, Jeff Levy is a very creative offensive coordinator. Clearly, Sark is great as a play caller, too. But, um, you know, maybe if they can have some success using the uh, throwing game to set up the run, maybe maybe we see some holes open up for Oklahoma in that run game uh, later in the matchup. So it's going to be fun. Can't wait. It is going to be awesome. I, I'm close. I'm, I'm like Barry Manilow. I'm trying to get the feeling again. I'm almost there, but I can't quite don't, get there. Don't ever so compare yourself to Barry Manilow, Steely. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? I'll give you the answer to that question, Mr. Bender, next Saturday. All right. Barry Manilow had a lot of hits, a lot of hits, and a lot of commercial jingles from back in the day. Okay. Uh, Got to get out of here. Parker's hanging around, of course, for Locked In there at the Omni. Want to thank everybody, as always, here at Riverwind. They are awesome. Uh, Justin, I believe, is probably either in Dallas or on his way to Dallas with the great GM here, Reed, everybody. Uh, they're just uh, they're awesome, so easy to work with and so easy to promote because they always have the very best promotions. So, um, again, tonight we have at the Showplace Theater, classic rock legends, Foreigner, And uh, keep in mind, think about who we will have had now in three of the last four weeks. I I mean, it's basically the Mike Steely junior high and high school eight-track collection. REO Speedwagon, Chicago, and Foreigner. And we got more shows on the way, of course, at the Showplace Theater as well. Carly Pierce will have a show October 14th. It'll be a week from tomorrow night. Uh, Rodney Carrington as well. Aaron Lewis, Flatland Cavalry, Justin Moore, Lee Bryce, Boys to Men, Joe Coy, all on their way to the Showplace Theater. So, again, get out here tonight. They've got the 80K Friday night rights promotion, and uh, they'll be giving away again this month $80,000 in cash and bonus play. Come get your share of that tonight here at Riverwind. Also want to thank again uh, Boyd Street Ventures for sponsoring OU Texas Week. Boyd Street Ventures, under the radar, above the crowd. Have a great Friday. We'll see you.